Harry was pretty, and his body reacted inconveniently to being around her. He'd been attracted to women before. Sure, maybe never one as sweet, vivacious, and universally adored as Meredith Preston, but all that meant was that she was even less likely to ever think about a man like Ben that way. Rationally, he knew he needed to get over this ridiculous infatuation— and since Ben was a man who prized rationality, he would. End of story. Braced and ready, he opened the door. Meredith Preston paused in her pacing of the hardwood floorboards, one hand at the small of her no doubt aching back, the other arm hooked around her mother's strong shoulders. Up and walking? Good, Ben said, moving to lay out his medical instruments on the dresser top. I didn't know what else to do. Joe sounded more afraid and uncertain than he'd ever heard her, the tremor in her voice noticeable even for a man who did his level best never to notice other people's emotions. I'm fine. Oh, Mary gasped out. Her pretty, even features tightened as a spasm of pain gripped her abdomen. With a clinical eye, Ben took in the hectic flush over her high cheekbones, the rapid throb of the pulse at the hollow of her throat, the bow of her back, and the whiteness of her knuckles as her bloodless lips moved silently to count out the seconds of the contraction. Without conscious thought, Ben moved to her and nudged Joe gently out of the way, just as the contraction released Mary. Exhausted, she swayed on her feet, Ben caught her as gently as he could, supporting her weight against his chest, and froze. He had his arms around Mary Preston. Shaking his head to rid it of the frustratingly persistent thoughts, Ben slanted a glance at Joe, wringing her hands a few feet away. "'Can you boil some water for me, and we'll need clean towels or sheets, a big stack?' Looking grateful to have a task, Joe straightened and leaped for the door. Yes, sure, only, Mary, honey, I hate to leave you. Mary lifted a shaking hand to wipe her damp, dark hair off her sweaty forehead and attempted a smile. It's okay, Mom. Dr. Fairfax will take care of me. But as soon as the bedroom door shut behind Joe, Mary pulled away from Ben, He tried not to notice how empty and cold his arms felt. Irrelevant, Ben told himself firmly, appalled at his lack of focus. Ready to get back in bed? He asked, hands out and ready to steady her if she wobbled. You can walk some more if you want. What I want is to get this baby out of me. She panted for a moment, then looked up at him from under her dark, sooty lashes. Ben read the fear and nerves in her gaze as clearly as if she were shouting it in his ear. You can handle the delivery, right? Foregoing the usual sneer at anyone who questioned his incredibly overqualified competence, Ben still couldn't quite force the gentle, soothing bedside manner they'd talked about in his residency program. There was more than one reason he'd dropped out of the neurosurgery program and redirected toward veterinary medicine. Yes, he told her, giving it to her straight, no waffling.
I've delivered healthy babies in far worse conditions than a clean, dry, warm, well-lit room. Not human babies, but he had enough sensitivity not to remind her of that. The brief flash of humor in her blue eyes said she hadn't forgotten, but her only response was to climb up onto the high mattress and settle in the nest of downy white pillows. Birth is birth. Ben rolled up his shirt sleeves and went back to setting out his tools. It's the first clue we get that life is going to be messy and painful, but the actual process of baby entering world isn't complicated. Unless there are complications. She sounded calm, but Ben saw the way her fingers clutched, white-knuckled at the quilted bedspread. I'm three weeks early. He wanted to tell her to stop worrying. The baby was done cooking and everything was going to be fine, but he wouldn't say...